why do I say the name of my podcast and my name in the intro, then play music, then I come on and I say my name and the, and the name of the podcast again? Doesn't that seem repetitious? Maybe I'll just stop doing that. Welcome to the Yes, I'm Still Silver podcast. I'm John Rabin, and I've slightly changed the format of how this podcast begins. Hooray! After three years, I've decided not to, because uh, it was an intro, you know, you guys have heard. It's me, introing me, and the music plays. It's like, yay! Screaming trees. And then I come in and I'll be like, hey, hey, everyone. Like you can't read the phone and read the podcast track. Like you don't know. It's like, what is this playing? Ethel, what is what is this play? Is this the radio? Where are we? My phone is making noise. And I just tried to call Harold. I don't know. I just thought... Why not not do that anymore? This is episode 151. May 19th, 2021 is when this will play. But this posts at like 4 in the morning, so clearly I didn't record this on May 19th. Not to let you peek behind the curtain. Um, here we are. Hope you're doing all right. Um... There is going to be thunder, probably. We're like, it, it's real still outside. It, like, rained really hard here in Austin, Texas. And uh, we're, it's kind of a break. I'm like, perfect. I can talk for a little bit, and then we'll uh, get right back to the rain and whatever else. But uh, I'm glad you're here. Glad you're uh, with me yet again. If you're a sober person, I hope you're staying sober if you're... Not a sober person. I hope you're staying sane. It's crazy out there. It's not really crazy. It's just tense. It's awkward. Everyone has uh, is uh, repressing anxiety, trying to go. I'm gonna get back to living my life. And but still, it's like, eh. It's this underlying uh, thing. But uh, hey, you know what? I'm doing all right. I'm doing pretty well. I'm working my ass off. My day job. Just to let you know, I am uh, official title is a warehouse manager. Apparently, I don't manage shit, but inanimate objects. Uh, it's like inventory. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but I'm going to bring it up anyway. I, I uh, clean, polish, package. You know, prepared it to be sent out like uh, uh, plates, glasses, uh, silverware. Um, napkin rings, napkins. Uh, the comp- my company uh, that I work for sends out uh, for uh, weddings and you know photo shoots and that kind of things, special events. Uh, rents out uh, high end stuff that I would never spend the money on myself. I'm like I would. Uh, I don't think I'd drink out of this goblet. Um, but. Uh, 
last last late last week I had to uh, polish. They were I washed them, but then I had to polish uh, somewhere around 250 shot glasses. So I uh, annoyed everyone around me with my uh, barkeep from the Wild West impression for way too long. It was fun, but I couldn't help it. I'm just, eh, Polly, we don't want any trouble in here, stranger. Uh, I did that, and it was not great, but I found it highly entertaining, which is all that matters uh, in the moment. It's like, do I find it funny? Yes. Am I taking this too long? Is it going too long? Yes. It's the longer that I do it, uh, to the detriment of others' uh, emotions um, and sanity. Does this make it funnier for me? It does. I eventually stopped. I, I did some open mics in the past week, past couple of weeks, trying to uh, get back into the swing of things, trying to get uh, back, uh, work out that m- comedy muscle, I guess. And um, because honestly, and the thing is that I went to I, I went to one a buddy of mine runs uh, in the afternoon. It's a Saturday afternoon. There's nobody there. Like there's no audience members there. Clearly, I don't know anybody who's like, hey, you know what? I want to see um, terrible to mediocre to impressively mediocre people work on new jokes in the heat of the day. That's what I want. I want to do that. Uh, So it was just basically everybody who signed up for the open mic watching, many of them not paying attention. They're too busy going over their own own notes because I was like, I'm going up probably in like three people. I need to be prepared. I'm going to kill. You're not. And it's not. But the thing is, is that for me... A lot of times, the open mic, it's, it's not about, is there anybody there? Like audience, really. It's not like, I want to see if these, these jokes work. I don't think so. I think it's more of a, I need to get on stage, say them out loud, see how they come off saying it out loud to strangers, not to like a coworker and go, hey, Earl, is this funny? But like to... You know, a sea of uh, strangers. And by a sea, I mean eight strangers. And just see how it sits. How it how it just comes out and it, it goes. It, it, it's not really about a response from them. Um, it's more about... I mean, that's that's good. But a lot of it is basically just... How did that come out? Oh, that did not flow well. That sounds... That that's not that's not how it sounded in my head. That needs I need to rework that. Uh, so I was able to do that. So that was great. Um, I have a I hung out with a friend of mine uh, who ended up uh, sending me a message, and this is a uh, a guy that uh, that I haven't talked to in a while. We met for coffee and talked for like 90 minutes, and it was uh, fantastic because I like talking to people who 
uh, bring up a perspective that I hadn't thought about a little bit that somebody I, I like talking to somebody who uh, when I'm done talking with them I it makes me feel like I'm not uh, as introspective and deep thinker as I thought I was like makes me go hmm am I shallow uh, question my own uh, introspection uh, I like that but uh, so that was that was cool but we uh, but Afterwards, he had sent me a message to, uh, and he just kind of asked me. He just said, "What do you do when uh, your addiction starts to become appealing?" Because he, you know, he he deals, and I don't really, you know, it's because it's not up to me. But uh, he doesn't come off to me it's 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 like cycles and it's not like self-destructive it's just not you know you get to a i guess you get to a certain point where like this isn't healthy um so i think you know when he's talking about talking about drinking um and he just or or maybe he was just curious maybe he's just curious what what i do you know because it sounds like what do you do when you're bored and your addiction sounds appealing and that's a that's a really great great question because anytime i've looked online like out of curiosity just the different suggestions the the suggestions are a wide range of things when having to when you're dealing with uh the temptation or you're starting to think about it and uh like i pulled up something here some website is like you know like several things to do when you can't get your mind off of alcohol and uh, <laughs> written by I'm not going to say I'm not going to say the link or but the first name of the person who written by Stephanie all right Stephanie what did you think um, particularly in a place like oh somebody from LA so Stephanie from LA wrote this sort of a blog blog kind of deal and here are the suggestions when you're dealing with a craving for alcohol. Number one, milk and cookies. Huh? Man, you, you're stressed out. You're thinking about drinking again. You know what? Grab you a nice glass of milk and some Oreos. And that'll be it. That'll do it. Uh Oh, because okay, the thought of mixing alcohol and mil- milk is very unappealing. Not, uh, not if you're an alcoholic, it's not. Um, so what? what uh, just go to a white Russian. That it, you know, there's half and half in it. For God's sake, uh, walk, huh? There's another suggestion. Clean. That's right. Clean your apartment. Shower. Getting in the shower. Taking a bath gives a person the sense that they have a fresh start it's not a bad idea but it's still just kind of it's like what visit an older person hey are you stressed out feel like taking a drink go say hi to nana like a it's i like an old visit an older person not a specific one just one in general find an find an oldie look around are they older than you uh, old people have the ability to make younger people feel either exceptionally good or ashamed. 
How are either one of those... <laughs> Old people can make you feel ashamed. That'll help the addiction. Huh? Shame from an old person? It's a good suggestion. Take a nap. That was the other That was her last suggestion. Take a nap, guys. Go to sleep. I'm not saying those are bad suggestions, but that's what the, all these suggestions sound like when you're going through it. You know, you're just sitting there going, you, you want me to what? You want me to eat Oreos? All right. Call up my grandfather. Hey, stop what you're doing. But uh, I just... Suggestions just sound bad until you actually... It's... It's you kind of have to find out what works for you, I guess. But that's the problem is, is that it's because 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 my initial that's the thing is that when he asked me, when my friend asked me what I thought, you know, when the addiction sounds appealing, what you know, what do you do to take your mind off of it? And I, I was like, well, I, you know, smoke cigarettes, master and masturbate and play play Xbox. Those are my suggestions. Those aren't great suggestions. Like, how many times can you masturbate during a day? Turns out a lot. No, but... Like, smoke cigarettes, which I don't. I vape now. You know, that was like... And those were the suggestions that I was trying to think back. Like, what did I try to do? Are these are these good suggestions? And I, I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, but I vape at the same kind of like uh, when I'm bored and restless. But not to take my mind off addiction. I just do it when I'm bored and restless. And Xbox, I still play Xbox. So that's, you know, I don't know if that means I haven't evolved. But that's that's really the that's really the deal, right? Is is if you can't figure out, you know, specifically like go jogging. Uh go take, you know, it's I think just finding random play a board game. Take up uh, knitting. You know, it's just, they're just random things. It's like, you know, find a new hobby. Get out there. Meet a friend. You know, it, it, all these random suggestions, if you read them, that's exactly, that's the voice in my head, what I hear. Eh, go for a walk. Pick flowers. Play with your uh, pet dog or cat. Like all of these things, that's the voice I hear as I hear somebody going, nah, nah, it's so easy. You just do this. And what it, I think, I'll tell you what, what worked. I don't know how many times it worked. I mean, obviously, you know, I'm still sober, but as the title of the uh, podcast suggests, I think that what you what a good suggestion would be what worked for me sometimes was addressing was trying to calm down i don't necessarily mean you have to meditate you have to like sit there and om or to it's it's about breathing right it's about being aware of what you're feeling and like taking a moment. And then like really, because you have to kind of realize that you're going through some, you know, you're going through that, that kind of panic. But you haven't been feeling that way all day. 
So it's like going back to what you were feeling before. It's like, how did I get through not thinking about using for the first eight hours that I was awake, but now I'm dealing with it now? What's the difference between then and now? What's been going on? Where is this coming from? Is it because I'm bored? It's usually because I'm bored. It's either boredom or stress. Am I dealing with boredom right now? What do I need to be doing? What do I have to get done that I don't want to do that I'm putting off? A lot of times I've always, what really helped in my recovery process and in getting, you know, trying to, to normalize my sobriety is when you're in doing recovery, you always end up doing stuff that you know, things you don't want to do is always something you're like, well, I've got to do that. Especially at the beginning, those first couple of years, it was like, I'm, I know I need to be doing this. I have to get this thing taken care of, but I keep putting it off. Well, that means that I need to do it. A lot of the steps in the recovery process, I, you know, was none of it was fun. None of it I wanted to do. But it's just something you have to do. Um, it's hard to keep that going the whole time. But, but I think, I think before you do anything to try to distract yourself, like run or talk to an old person or any of those things, is, is to really, be aware of what's going on with you how you're feeling I think that that's super important and breathing and realizing where you are because that that can help calm you down and then you can go for a jog or masturbate again or whatever Um, what really keeping busy was really that was the thing for me that was the lifesaver for me it wasn't great stuff I kept busy because I had been in jail for six months and then, you know, excuse me, for jail for one month and then five months in treatment in jail, which was kind of a jail light. It was like jail, but with cable, <laughs> basic cable. Let's not be, let's not go crazy. There's, you know, but a lot of TV. Um, but when I got out, I had to go to stay at the uh, stay at a sober house and I had to get work. So I didn't have a vehicle and I had to stay at a sober house in one spot. My job was in another spot and I was working bad hours because I was just starting off there washing dishes. So I was working nights and then I had to ride the bus. So my whole day i mean it was all about function right you know i had to make you know keep keep the structure where it's like all right i got to feed myself got to make my bed got to get some sleep got to got to make it to the bus got to take the bus to work got to work my ass off take the bus back home eat chill out for a few hours go to bed do it all over again and it was like this structure and it, it was you know, doing, I got to make my probation meetings. I got to do this. I got to jump through all the hoops. I got to go through my little classes and whatever counseling uh, to complete the program. 
and a lot of it felt like unnecessary bullshit, but it, it turns out in retrospect, it was necessary for me because it filled my day and it kept me going, you know, so that if, you know, and I was poor, so, um, it, but it, it kept me from doing doing nothing but sitting there with my thoughts and thinking about how much better it would be if I was doing drugs or drinking. And I get that uh, sometimes the suggestion you'll hear from 12-steppers is like, well, when that happens, you got to get to a meeting. Well, what if I'm at work, fuckstick? Pardon my friend. <laughs> Excuse me. Wow. Where did that come from? I don't know. It's just, it's very matter of fact. I, I hate the, this, the matter of fact attitude. It's like, well, oh, I've got to get to a meeting. I mean, it's a good suggestion. If it's been bugging you for a long period of time, but that's not, that's not the answer for everything when you're dealing with something. You know, it's also another thing that the, that the 12 step will, will tell you is, uh, well, you got to play the tape out. Or, you know, which is, uh, for those of you uh, under 40, <laughs> they're talking about videotape. Play the videotape out. Take the reel-to-reel and connect them to the two uh, ends of the projector. And then you, you're going to want to thread that film through. But you need to make sure you play the entire uh, reel so that you see how it ends. Oh God. Uh, yeah. So no, but that's 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 the whole thing is that when you're tempted to drink or use, they they tell you to play it out. Remember how it ends. Which is a real rational thing to 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 do. But clearly, when you're going through it and things are and it's looking really appealing. Um. To hit the bottle again and you're like I gotta go I gotta do it like it's you're not thinking rationally but it's if you can but that's the whole thing about taking taking a moment and you know breathe just breathe and start thinking it out then you can just kind of go alright now wait and I'm doing this because I put myself in this position because of this this and this this is why this happened and this happened so yeah so you Play the YouTube video through. There I go. Updated that. Uh, you play it through, and just to remember, oh, this is gonna. This what this leads to. This it won't lead to this today. Maybe not tomorrow, but it eventually heads to you know down the drain. You know, I you'll spiral out eventually. So it's like, is it? You know, is the temporary uh, relief worth ruining everything, getting back onto the, you know, onto the ride that, you know, ends poorly? Also, the guilt of doing it, is that worth it? Because then you're like, fuck, I did it again. And the blow to your self-esteem that you've been trying to build up, now you got to deal with that again. So now you're going to drink more so that or use more to cover up, you know, that, that and that's the cycle. 
So you think about that. And that's why thinking, you know, taking a moment, I think, is, is, is the best. Because then you can do all the other cliches, which are, you know, somewhat true. So, uh, but that's, that's, uh, that's the long form answer to what do you do when the addiction starts to become appealing. That's what you do. Take a fucking moment and breathe. And then go talk to an old person, apparently. That'll, that'll do it. Uh, that's all I got for you guys this week, man. I just wanted to kind of talk that out because it was a good question. And like my initial answer to him, because that's what I had replied. The initial answer was like, that's not. I got to really sit with this. What do you do? So I appreciate you uh, joining me this week. Uh, take care of yourselves. Take care, take care of uh, your friends and your family and those that you care about. And uh Realize that it's not all shit out there. You know, it's going to be all right. And we'll see you next week. This has been the Yes, I'm Still Sober podcast. I'm John Rabin. Later. Telephone